You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I am really starting to reconsider my application for this. Okay. I don't know if this is the kind of thing I want to be involved in what for has, the rest of my life. What has changed? I don't I did not receive the update. Well, I took a look at it today just to see who the other fellow applicants are. Okay. I don't know if I want to spend any time with these guys. And by that I mean it's all guys. Well, of course it's all guys. What would you expect? Well, yeah, but I expected, I mean, going to Mars. No that hot be lady of... is going to want to go to Mars for they... the rest of her life. Yeah, but a, wo- a woman goes to Mars, she's going to be the hottest chick on the planet, literally. Yeah, we're a bunch of guys who decided that they want to live on Mars for the rest of their lives. That's well, not a winning situation. This is not turning out the way I thought it would. No. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, just a quick update on a couple of things. If you did order the sweatshirts from us if and we were <gasps> I'm shipping so those. I'm so excited. Uh, we're going to be shipping those out today and tomorrow, so they should be in the mail to you and on their way. And if you are picking them up here in Portland, please continue to email us, and we will uh, arrange a time to, uh, to to get those to you. So whatever that can yes. be. Yes. Yeah. So today, it's going to be, Greg, it's going to be so Christmassy. You're going to be so Christmas out. Why? It's going to be awesome. Why? Because we're going to be playing Christmas music, and I'm going to make some hot chocolate, and we're going to be, I'm going to be singing along. I even brought, like, my copy of Christmas in the Northwest. We can totally listen to that. Oh, my God. I while we While we wrap so packages for everybody I and send that. them on their merry way so that everybody can be warm for Christmas who ordered the sweatshirts. I'm I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Uh, packing things is one of my least favorite activities. Oh, I love I it. I love the fact that we're sending these things off to people. It's the physical act of packing things. Oh, I love hand writing out people's addresses and stuff. I love it. Which is why if you ever order anything by mail from us, there's two reasons. One, my handwriting's terrible. And two, I I'm, I don't enjoy writing these things out. Sarah loves it. I would so love perfect. To, I it's would love for math. Greg to write out a list of things that he actually enjoys. There's lots of things there I is enjoy. A, you have like uh, like the longest list of things that you dislike. Like you bring up writing. I don't like writing. Writing's stupid. No, I don't like no. packing. Packing. Malls. I hate them. <laughs> well, that's three things. Those are and those can kind of be intertwined. Uh, no, I well, yes, I don't like malls because I get too anxious. I'm way too <laughs> anxious in a mall. I will, I will start freaking out. I can't but and you that. are true. You are. I can see why you don't like labeling things because you have. And I'm sorry, Greg. You should have been a doctor in a past life. The worst handwriting I have ever seen in the history of handwriting. Yeah, my mom is very disappointed in me for my handwriting because I used to have really good handwriting when I was when I was like a, a kid, and then somewhere along the line, I just didn't like it anymore, and so I, I, it somehow just got terrible just because I didn't like it. I don't know what it is. I love it. I love printing. I love like hand lettering. My mom is a um, she's a really talented calligrapher. Yeah, and she always like she does like calligraphy art and stuff. It, she's very lovely at her handwriting. Yeah, well, and so I love doing it. I love labeling. Well, Plus, see, it puts on that perfect. It's good. It puts on that personal touch too, because everyone can like print out a label. But you know, we're sh- we're shipping it to people who oh. have totally supported us, and I want to like so when you see that handwriting. That's me. Well, That's no, me. And, That's love in that ink that I'm, that and I'm putting on your page. I absolutely agree with that. Let's not mix that up. No, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm taking more credit. Come on. No, I'm working this in my direction. Let's do well, this. Well, no, and take credit. You can take credit because you're the one <laughs> writing them out. Absolutely. No, and it's not that I don't enjoy shipping things out to our listeners. That's fantastic. Of course. It's, uh, it's they don't want to read my chicken scratch because it'll never end up there because the post service uh, post office won't they be able to find They probably won't be able to. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bean is making a list of things that you like. Uh, newspapers. And avocados. I do like newspapers. Those are two things that you like. There's a lot of things that I like. What else? Give me another thing that you like. I like peanut M and M's. You like peanut M and M's. I've had a handful of them today. I know you like breakfast burritos. Yeah, I do. 
Yeah, breakfast. Okay, now let's try and pick something that isn't have that doesn't have to do with food. What do you mean? There's lots you of like things beanies. that I like. Beanies. Yeah. You like stocking hats? Yeah, because they keep my ears warm. Oh, yeah. yep, another suggestion: Sasquatches. You like yeah. Sasquatch? Yeah. Trashy blondes. Yeah, that's true. You like trashy blondes? Yeah, that's totally. That's totally. Totally. You true. like coffee? Yeah. No, I don't really. I don't really oh. like coffee. Okay, so that's another. I, like, I don't <laughs> like list. Okay. <laughs> I like the effects of coffee on me because I because I have to have that because I need the caffeine. But other than that, no, no, coffee doesn't taste that good to me. Oh, I love it. Yeah. No, mm. I know you do. Yeah. I know you do. Um, <laughs> and rules. Yes, I like rules. Oh, you Britney do like Britney Spears. Spears. There's lots of things that I like. Boobs, I don't like this idea. Video that games. I, uh, I do like video games, but I can't play them. That's Making rules. Mm-hmm. Shame chips. Everyone's just full of those. Yeah. Oh, let me just say, yesterday was the worst experience ever in the grocery store for me. So they. Oh had, my god! Let's just—it was the worst. It was no. They had they had. Uh, <laughs> what was so? Ha- were on sale for two for one, but they were out of the Cheetos. I, and I was going to go buy them, but people had bought up all the Cheetos, and it was two for one. The savings were just too good. I couldn't afford not to buy them, but they, somebody had bought up all the Cheetos. It was it was a sad day. It was a sad day in my in my world. I'll just leave it at that. Maybe I should stop talking about that. Seriously, right, so, you went. You said it was the worst day at the supermarket ever because you went there and you knew that it was two for one, and they yeah. were all yeah. But seriously, they were sold out of Cheetos. They were sold out of Cheetos. I kid you not. They had no Cheetos. Wow, left. those savings must have been pretty extreme. It's a good deal. Two for one doesn't come around so. very often. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty upsetting. So I, I didn't get to do that. People are also um, <laughs> they're listing more things that Greg likes. Uh, there's also uh, Greg likes prank wars, bruised women in bikinis who serve coffee, singing to animals. <laughs> Minions, yeah. whiskey, yeah, compliments that feed his ego. <laughs> wow, little people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize people kept these detailed lists. Now I feel like everyone's got these lists. Just wow, <laughs> cowboy spritzers. It's true. I do like cowboy spritzers. Pee wee. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm learning so much about you. Uh, I kind of want a cowboy spritzer right now. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> no, and we do want to give a thanks to uh, also our buddy Tim Carver who stopped by yesterday to get a sweatshirt because yes. he brought us. Which was so nice A bottle of celebratory champagne For our thousandth anniversary That was very very Which cool. I shall be having A glass of bubbly As I'm jovially writing On everybody's Oh god this is, I'm already dreading this Oh it's gonna be amazing Yeah I know yeah. It'll, be, it'll be something mm-hmm. um, It's like a It's like a fancy person's Cowboy spritzer Because it has bubbles And it has alcohol There you go Yeah Yeah Well mm-hmm. it's entirely true Yep you well, like uh, Dictatorships <laughs> Also uh, baiting scammers I do love that That's true And okay. Reading gay porn <laughs> no, that's on the not like list. Camping, but the proper way. This is true. Fixing things. <laughs> Tormenting Sarah. <laughs> These are great suggestions. These are guys. all things that I like. These are a lot <laughs> in the light column for me. Oh, yep. You love. This is the love one. You love Sharky. Nope, that's in the no. Mm-mm. That's in the no column. Okay. I'm gonna have to make a list. I will make. A, maybe I'll make a list and we'll just put it up here in the studio. So that no, everyone knows. that's not gonna that happen. Sounds like a good idea. No. Uh, so. <laughs> so um, with that, we're, oh, what I did want to talk about. Yeah, so I want to know what these up. rules are that have changed. For well, it's you. not the rules that have okay. changed. It's that, that's not what I mean. So a while ago, they had set up this thing, and it was it was brought up actually in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live earlier, and it reminded me of this. So Mars One is the uh, proposed plan to establish a colony on Mars. Were on you? It's a one way ticket to Mars, basically. right? Basically, yeah, yeah, a one way ticket to Mars, where you're going to, going to live there. You'll live out the rest of your days with a select few people. And right now, I think the the planned launch date is like 2018 or 20 or something like that. I can even figure it out, but it does. It, it's in the future. <laughs> but you have to apply now. And, and then so, you have to have like five years of training or something, right? I remember yeah. reading this all. Uh, yeah. Okay, the first, okay, the uh, colonies, crews of four will depart every two years starting in 2024. Okay. So 10 years. 10 years, basically, is when yeah, I, would, I would supposedly go to live on Mars. And 
you can apply to be one of the people. So that's how they're doing it. You apply online. But I'm taking a look now because you can see who the applicants are. You can see who the other applicants can are. Can you please be sending yeah. me this list of Here, applicants? I'll post, I'll post it in the, uh, in the live chat so that people can see this. Now, in my mind, here's how it should work. They should pick out one leader for the group, and then that leader gets to determine <laughs> so who gets to So you want a dictatorship is what you want. Well, just a leader, you know, for, for everyone else's benefit, someone who can, who can supply the leadership that, uh, that's needed for something like this. I would, of course, put myself for that. But looking at this list of people, this is seriously, it, it, they show a little picture of the person. They show their name and their country and age and their language. This looks like a, and I'm sorry to say, a listing of like dudes who were fed up with OK Cupid and have just given up on life. They're like, fine, send me to Mars. Just get me out of here. And it, it is. It's like OK Cupid or like For Mars roulette pictures. <laughs> it is. These people. These are not people that I want to st- spend my time with, like Denis Ivancic, who's from Croatia, and he's just got this angry picture of himself on there. Greg, I and too it- am looking at these people. There is a lady, and she has big boobs. Where? Jessica. No, Jillian. Oh, there is a lady. There's one lady on this page that I'm looking at. <laughs> She's 21 from the UK. Dudes. There are 10 dudes, all ranging from like 20 to mid-40s. These are not guys I want to spend my time with. That's not who I was thinking I would be with when I was when I was going to Mars. Now, Jessica. Well, Jillian has a video. Can I play Jillian's video sure. really quick? Let's hear if Je- yes. Let's see. So let's Jillian's from the UK. If I were deciding who was going to live on Mars with me, let me see if Jillian would pass the test. Okay. Let's, let's. I'm a 21 year old physics and astrophysics student at the University of Sheffield. All right, she's foreign. I like that so far. Thing anyone could ever do with their lives. To be involved in this historic mission would be the most incredible achievement. I want to go into scientific research, especially astrobiology. I want to investigate whether or not there's life on Mars. I frequently volunteer at and organise public outreach events and want to keep the public interested in science. I want to inspire a new generation of astronomers. Wow, I'm tired of listening to her voice for 20 seconds. Can you imagine listening to that for the rest of your life? Let me see what Jessica sounds like. Now, okay. Jessica seems... She seems like she's okay here. Yeah. Isla Rocks, and I'm a geologist, and that's a geologist's dream is to go to a new place and look at new rocks, find something new. And all right, she's my pretty boring. Supports these. Your fiance? Uh-oh. That's not gonna. Who? How are you gonna That's have a no fiance you. when you're going to Mars? Forever. Yeah, you're going to. Yes. That isn't the trip no, to I'm Mars. Sorry, you're going I'm to Mars taken. forever. No, I'm sorry. My fiance is back on Earth. We're waiting for each other. Yeah, your fiance. Who says that they want to go to Mars to look at rocks? Well, I mean, I mean, I guess really, that's, that's, that's really you all you're going to be doing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that that would set the bar pretty easy for you, though, if that's like your ultimate goal is to look at rocks. See, my ultimate goal would be to incorporate Jessica into my my new um, colonizing Mars effort, which is essentially should be part of the part of my program, hmm. which I'm developing. Um, so Jessica might get to go. All right, I'm looking at. There's another girl named Harriet. Okay, who's 18 from Aust- uh, Australia. Oh, see, I like that already. All right, we'll see. Do you want to hear a little bit of what Harriet sounds like? Let's yes. listen to her accent. Hi, my name's Harriet. I'd like to go to Mars because I think it's inevitable that humans are eventually going to journey beyond Earth and visit other planets. And I think I'd be incredibly honoured if I could be part of this team. That um that proves that um, humans can actually do this. And I think it's my generation's equivalent of proving that the Earth is round instead of flat, or that space travel is even possible at all. Okay, I don't mind her. All right, that's Harriet. But see, th- here's the thing. It's not... Girls, there are, it's almost all dudes like this guy, and I haven't even listened to what, he's, what he has to say. But potential of going to Mars. Why do I like to go to Mars? I've always been a space enthusiast, ever since watching the first moon landing. This is Robert. He's 48 from Canada. Back in the time when I was a child, there was so much promise and excitement. As Could you imagine went. spending oh, the rest of your life with Robert? No, a lifelong dream of mine of being able to get off this planet, explore another one, is finally possible. My family and friends know if given the opportunity, I would gladly jump at the chance and take it. 
Why be here on Earth when I could be exploring Mars, showing all our children that it's okay to pursue their dreams? My sense of humor, it needs to be experienced as it's like no other. I have fun in just about everything I do. My cup half full attitude often boosts everyone's mood around me, even in high stress situations. What makes me the perfect candidate if there is such a thing for this mission? I have dreamed about this all my life and have worked hard, even driven, to be as ready as anyone could be for an opportunity like this. I'm wow. highly technical in many fields and have pushed back. Oh my God, I can't he see is Robert. so wow. Robert would drive me insane. See, and this is what I'm saying. This is what most of Mars, this is why I'm reconsidering whether or not I want to be, uh, I want to be going. Mars is to just going to be full of crazy people. people. Yeah, it really, this is just not how I anticipated it. You know, and then you have people like Joseph. Really, because you anticipated everybody wanting to live forever on Mars. That's what you... I want to go somewhere where nobody has ever been. I want to do something nobody has ever done. My personality, um, (laughs) I never look, I never take things too serious. I try and make levity in every situation. Perfect candidate. I adapt well in every situation. I'm a great problem solver. No, I think I think Joseph is stoned or something. I'm not really sure. But these these are who most of the applicants are. This is just this is not what I wanted to. Oh, wanted you know what? I found a girl named Ashley. Okay, and Ashley is from the United States of America. And let's see. All right, let's see what Ashley has to say. She's 22 years young. Okay. Hi, I'm Ashley. Why do I want to go to Mars? Well, science has always been a passion of mine. You know, I remember the day I learned the sun's core was 15 million degrees Celsius. Like, it was okay, so no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, well, and she just pulled just a random stat that she found out too. 15 million degrees Celsius. I'll just do a, a couple more because this one, this is from a guy named Hollis who filmed himself. I, it certainly appears that he's shirtless laying in bed on a pillow with like the camera held up above him. And this is his advertisement of why he should be on Mars. Have you been listening to all of these? My name is Hollis and I want to go to Mars. I'm throwing my hat into the ring because the whole endeavor just seems really exciting and I love adventure. Okay, he talks fine. But the problem is he's laying in bed with his shirt off on a pillow. Again, oh my gosh. These are not these are not who the candidates Greg, are. Greg, I just found this guy I'm named Dennis who was wearing a shirt in his video that says uh Occupy Mars. I am not good. Hi, my name is Dennis. I want to go to Mars as a planet has always been a fascination of mine. I want to wear I your picture. I picture myself exploring Mars and making significant contributions to science. And exploring your insights. This is my best chance to make this happen. Wait, he's not even saying that he wants to explore Mars. He just wants to create science, yeah. which means with other human bodies. Yes, that's exactly My it. My sense of humor can best be characterized as equal parts self-deprecating, satirical, and ironic, delivered dryly. There are many reasons that I would be the perfect candidate for this mission. In order for us to survive, we're going to I need someone to eat you. perform chemical analysis... Is able to program instruments and automation systems. Yeah, I don't think the the random civilian that they're bringing to Mars is going to be the one in charge of all of the programming of everything. You're not applying for a job, dude. You're just applying to be like... A guinea pig. The guinea pig on Mars. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, this is not my idea of it. What I would like is just to be able to, to handpick them. I'm going to write the Mars One people and see if they can just put me in charge of Have it. you even applied yet? Well, no, not technically, because I didn't realize I had to make a video of it. Maybe I should. I'll put up a... I'll, I'll, I'll do one. Well, it seems like the sense of humor is pretty important because all of them address it, so that uh-huh. must be, like, the requirement. Nice. How would you... De- Greg, let's do your video. Let's do your video, Greg. All right. All right. All right, Greg... 
Okay, I have to. You have to give like your yeah. Should I find like spacey? Should I find my Doctor Science music? What are the requirements here? What what do I have to say? Just say why I would be a an ideal candidate. Yes, I think why you'd be an ideal candidate. Okay. All right. Do you, do you, are you going to put music? Yes, on? of course. So uh, it's going to be. I don't mean to throw asking a... any black people applying for this. Yeah, the guy. There that were was, the guy that was laying on the bed with the pillow and his shirt off. He he was black. So just so you know. All right. Hello, my name is Greg, and I would like to be the leader of Mars. I believe you should choose me because I hold the ideal qualities of being a strong leader, being able to dictate jobs when they need to be done. And being able to handle the stress and the situations that could arise on a foreign planet. We'll be starting a new society. There'll be new rules, new laws that all must be handled in a fair and judging way. I would like to be the dictator of Mars. I would like to handpick nine candidates to join me on this mission as we establish a new world together. Myself, eight ladies, and a dude who can lift heavy things. We'll thrive, and we'll grow as one on Mars. That wasn't too bad. See, there we go. That Something was like that. I, I, if you were applying to be Mars's overlord, then I would say that wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's essentially what I'm applying to be. You know, and as long as I get to choose, you know, the eight ladies and the dude that can, I'll I'll bring along a tolly because we'll need a tolly. Scott Daly could be the tallie. He can come along. He can lift heavy things. He's, okay. He's tall. He can reach stuff that I wouldn't be able to reach. Okay. Yeah. I mean, are you going to be reaching tall things on Mars? Well, I'm not going to because that's not going to be my job. My job is going to be to dictate what needs to happen. Okay. So I'll have a set of rules, very established rules. And uh, yeah, so I think I think this could this could be perfect. Wait, so are you still applying then? I thought you said that uh, you didn't have any interest because as, of all the dudes. As long as I get to handpick the people, yes, I think I will still apply. Okay, well, yeah, I don't we'll think do. you should because you won't be able to do that. Yes, well, obviously I know how to handle myself in oh, clearly. situations. Clearly. Yes. That reminds me, I, I need to do a public service announcement for people who decide to go to southern Oregon and Nevada and California in the winter and think that it's not uh, it's it's not very harsh environment like the those did you see the people from Nevada that uh, went into the mountains oh that family with the, the snow, kids yeah which, thankfully they're okay they all they found them all but it was this uh, husband and wife and like four kids that all went off by themselves into the middle of nowhere in Nevada where shockingly it's harsh terrain and then flipped their jeep and no one could find them for like three days oh my god they're okay so that's good but that every is good. single year there are people that do that in in southern oregon i don't know what it is uh, who I'll thinks be that honest, they can beat the weather like a lot seriously. of times californians i don't know they don't think that it's very harsh mm-hmm. that's that very rough or that it's not dangerous it is so dangerous it is extremely dangerous like w- that wilderness is there are hardly any people out there it is so rough out there so i am just saying stop doing that Stop being an idiot. So this Just is because you. you bought your new REI jacket and you have your SUV doesn't mean you know what you're doing out in the that kind of terrain in the middle of the winter. I don't know what I'm it's doing. It's so I be irresponsible. Able to go out there. Yeah, it is, especially yeah. with like small children and stuff. Like, yes. come on, you yes. know better. It you is. know better. It is. Don't do that. I mean, I made that mistake once. I I almost um, I almost had that happen when I was I I committed these mistakes. This was probably a, a long time ago. I was, I was in my I don't know, early 20s, and I went up camping by myself, and this is just in the coast range, but I didn't, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't tell anybody where I was going, I was just like, ah, I'm just going to go camping, and I went and found a spot, and I camped the next day, I went to this, 
I just started taking all these back roads up, up like back up trail roads, mm-hmm. trying to find some trail I was looking for. And I ended up on the side of this cliff and uh, basically I, I tried to turn around because I thought it was too far. I didn't know where I was going. And um, I started turning around on this tiny trail and my truck just started sliding over oh, the cliff. Jesus. It was a giant cliff. Dude, it was one where if I'd gone over that cliff, they wouldn't have found me for quite a while. It, w- it wouldn't have been good. And uh, it was so. Uh, you're speaking from experience. Do not from be experience. a jackass in the snow. Don't be a jackass. Okay. Don't be a jackass. Good to know. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to get across. <laughs> there. Don't be a jackass, people. All right. Well, did you want to do a little bit of ball talk? Uh, sure. Yep. We can do some ball all talk. All right. It's a potpourri of balls, though, today. A flurry of balls. Flurry. Yeah, as uh, Tyrannosaurus sex in the live chat says, nature is constantly trying to kill you. It's true. Oh, yeah. Don't make it easier for nature. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. As I said, potpourri smattering of balls. I'm uh, tempting. I've been having some computer things today. No. I'm not going to lie. No. Yeah, we're trying to get the... Turning on a couple of things working there. Uh, That kind of works. Um, all right, so the national championship for college football has been set, sir. All it's right. It's be Auburn versus Florida State, but at the beginning of the year, Auburn was not even ranked in the uh, in the top 25, which means you can you can place bets in Las Vegas about who's going to win the national championship, you know, just like any sport, mm-hmm. uh, before the season starts. Auburn had 1,000 to 1 odds to win the national championship, but there were 14 people who decided to take that bet. So... Essentially, if um, you know, if you bet a hundred dollars, you could win a hundred grand on this thing. Wow! Yeah, that is how much is at stake. So some of these people decided to go ahead and lay that down. So there's 14 people that are very highly anticipating what's going to happen when it comes to uh, when it comes to the national championship. Oh, so they could be rich off of this. Yes, they could be richy. Riches. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, if people had taken my bet before the before the NFL season started, you know, they could have bet on the Green Bay Packers. Which is who I said was going to win the Super Bowl. Still, still a chance. It's still my. So you're happen. saying there's a chance? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So I'd say go out and place your money right now. And it's obviously it's going to be good odds right now because people don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But clearly, since I said it, it's 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 going it's to happen. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, in our potpourri smattering of balls, um, we have this. So there is a gentleman by the name of Ken Tar. Ken Tar. Ken Tar who was just booked yesterday morning after a two-month LAPD investigation. So what this guy was doing, and I had known, we had been hearing about this stuff going on, uh, at least if you follow sports, over the last couple of months about these, uh, when USC, University of Southern California in particular, fired Lane Kiffin from their head coaching position. Was that the guy who got fired at the airport? Yeah, he got fired at the airport. Mm, Yeah. And after that, there were a bunch of NFL coaches and different candidates who came out publicly saying that, yeah, USC contacted me, they're... Interested in me for the possible job. I'm in, I'm in talks with them. USC hadn't contacted any of these people. It was some guy who got a hold of, a, a, somehow convinced these people that he was with USC and called the coach's agents and got through to the coach saying he was with USC, saying, yes, we're interested in you for our head coaching position. Oh, wow. This guy was not associated with USC in any way. His name was Ken Tarr, and he was doing these, uh, these pranks with this. Well, now... The uh, LAPD started investigating him because of this, and he is—he has been arrested on suspicion of felony eavesdropping. 
Because he was recording the conversations with these that's coaches. That's a thing? While he was Weird. Apparently, that's illegal in California. Um, to Let's see. It's illegal. Yeah. Illegal in California to record the conversations without their consent. So he has been arrested. And he's facing, well, felony charges. So he's facing some, some good time in jail. And uh, he's got a $20,000 bail, which he cannot pay. So he's, he's going to be sitting there for quite a while. So I'm just saying, if you're going to be doing any of the prank calling, yeah, make sure you know what your uh, what the laws are. <laughs> what the laws are of your state. Yeah. Yes. Especially the more successful you are in pranking head coaches in the NFL, you're going to get in some trouble. So there we go. Moving on to ball talk. Popery smattering of balls. You just like that word smattering. You just say that. Yeah, I know. Smattering. I know smattering of balls. Got this. There is a competition that I wish would come here. And become a professional thing. But right now, it is apparently only going to be taking place in Manchester, New Hampshire. Manchester. Where students from 32 different high schools are going to be competing in the state's upcoming inaugural Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament. Oh, awesome. So, it's an actual tournament that that they're putting on. There's even a prize for the winning, for the winner. The first place winner will get $500. In competing in Why do you feel like you would be good competition for a rock, paper, scissors? I think I could do pretty good. I think I could do pretty good in a rock, paper, All right, scissors. Let's do it. So you one, two, three, and then the yes. one? One, two, three, bam. Okay, ready? So it's on four. All right. One, two, three. We both had paper. Yep, Damn I it. win right there. Wait, two out of three. You owe me $500. Two out of three. No, we're not doing rock, one more paper, time. scissors. One more time, one more time. This, really, this is what yes. we're doing? I win again. Damn it. $500 you owe me. So there we go. That just proves my ability right there just for everybody who was listening. I'm sure that was thrilling. Thrilling. Rock, paper, scissors. Maybe okay. we should have a staring contest next to it. I think we should. I think I think we should. Um, <laughs> that was not our finest moment. That was not our finest moment. People go on Rock, three. Paper. It's really annoying. Uh, maybe that'll be something for the listener party. There All right. So moving on in ball talk. I'm just saying I could win that tournament. Okay, let's move it on. In our potpourri smattering of balls, we've got a hero on our hands, sir. We don't need another hero. So at Tom's Music Store in Red Lion, Pennsylvania, there was an altercation that occurred when a shoplifter tried to steal from the store. (gasps) So allegedly this guy was uh, putting items in his pocket. The guy's name is Sean Frazier. So he came in, put a bunch of things in his pocket, attempted to pay for a CD without paying for all the things he had stuffed in there. And owner Thomas Anderton, the Tom in Tom's music store, Mm -hmm. confronted him about it. Said, no, you've got a bunch of stuff in your pocket. You need to pay for that. Well, this guy decided to pull a knife on Tom. Uh Uh-oh. And then this Sean Fraser uh, alleged shoplifter found out that Tom Anderton... That's an awkward Is a cage name. fighter. I know. I, kept, I wanted to say yeah. Anderson. I had to double check myself. Is a cage fighter. So he is an MMA fighter. Uh, I don't believe he's professional, but he's an amateur one. Still kind of a badass. He ended up uh, ripping the knife out of the guy's hands and then putting him in a chokehold and holding him there <laughs> until the police came. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, you never know who you're messing with. I mean, seriously, it could be a... You know, an MMA fighter. Yeah. You don't know this. Yeah. So he ended up knocking the guy out, I guess, after a couple of seconds. He put him in the full-on sleeper hold. And, and then just let him sit That's there. amazing. Lay down while he called the police and he was all done. <laughs> so be careful. Hey, d- don't rob people. And be good for Tom Anderton. Yeah. Tom's music store. It's always good to know how to defend yourself. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. 
we'll just go to this one. This is our this is our final story here in Ball Talk. It's a potpourri of balls. There's you know there's it's in between the bowls and all of this stuff, but. We have this, and actually, I kind of, uh, I, I respect this guy, but I want to see what you think of this. Okay. So, this happened on um, on ESPN, and where a couple of a couple of guys were, a couple of the uh, sportscasters were interviewing former Chargers linebacker Sean Merriman. I now, recognize that name. Yeah, he was, he was a big star. Okay. You know, and he's, he still kind of is, but they were interviewing him. And somehow they came up with the topic of when he was four years old. So this is kind of the backstory. When Sean Merriman was four years old, he was uh, his house that he lived in was involved in a fire. Okay. The family barely made it out, but they, they did make it out. Um, but still kind of a traumatic experience when he was four. Mm-hmm. Also, that was like 30 over 30 years ago. And this was the interview that was being conducted. So you're going to hear two. Two uh, sportscasters from ESPN asking this guy's questions and see if you can pick up a theme of everything that they're asking and the amazing journalism being discovered. Yeah, yeah. It, it this was, is Sean it was Marion. definitely tough. Um, you know, but like I said, everything that happened in the past built character till now. Were you in the house when it was on fire? I mean, did you, like, what do you remember about all that? No, I wasn't I wasn't in the house. I was actually staying with a, uh, with a friend, and I got a call about 6 o'clock in the morning, oh, which okay. really startled me. But how did it feel to come back and see that your house had caught on fire? Uh, it's it's one of the most horrific things you can uh, you can ever imagine. It really is. I got to imagine, Sean, that it was really difficult to be living in a shelter. How long were you in a shelter? How lost were you? We we were we were in there quite a we were in there quite a bit. All right, hey, thank, thanks guys. I appreciate it. All right. So he just takes off his microphone, sets it down, and walks off of the interview. Good for him. Absolutely. Um, what I'm saying is, this guy is a. And then the two dudes just sit there and stare at each other, trying to figure out what to what to do after that. Speechless, live on ESPN. Um, this guy was a professional football player for years. You're on ESPN, and they're just asking him over and over about, about a childhood a, fire. About a childhood fire when he was wow. four years old. Like you can't come up with this any better ESPN? questions. This was on ESPN. It wasn't on the Ocho? This was not on the Ocho. This was actually on ESPN. And uh, this is, yeah, this is what they came up with. I'm just saying, as a lesson, right there, maybe come up with some more questions to ask a guy who's coming on there. Other yeah, than Don't just keep on picking at something bad that happened yeah. you know, 30 plus years ago. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he doesn't want to talk about that. Probably not the funnest topic for him. But there we go. Sean Merriman. I appreciate what he did. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I always respect when someone can handle something like that and walk off with and just be gracious about it. Yeah. Just like, well, fuck you guys. You're being really rude right now. Yeah. And I will walk away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yes. All right. Um, by the way, if you keep hearing a little rumbling over here, it's my stomach. I forgot to eat lunch before the show. There's a whole bag of M&Ms in there. I'll give you a dollar if you take as many M&Ms as you can fit in a fist and eat them. As long as we're going down this road for... No, and plus you'd be mad at me anyway because I would deplete your peanut M&M oh, no, it'd be, stash. It'd be worth it. And it'd you'd be, be so depressed. I saw, I saw what happened the last time I shared your peanut M&Ms. You weren't happy. <laughs> Hi, my friends. Oh, hello to you. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of Crazy. Crazy. Hey, listen to that song. It's me and Judah Friedlander's favorite song. Judah Friedlander. Little 90210. What, what? All right, you guys. Here we go. First up, 
A story out of Florida with trees. Off to Beaverton, Oregon we go. We're going, it's that way, right? Yes. All right. It's it's west of where we are. Dateline, Beaverton, Oregon. This has to do with a couple ladies. A couple couple ladies that got into a tiff, Greg. A parking dispute between two fancy drivers, one of a Porsche and one of a Mercedes Benz. Ended up with a 53-year-old Beaverton woman arrested for writing obscenities and lipstick on another woman's car. <laughs> this is amazing. So this happened December 3rd, just coming out today. Uh, began in the late afternoon at the Town Square Fred Meyer in Beaverton. So the Mercedes driver's name was Mimi Chim. That already sounds like somewhere I would never want to go. No, never. Uh, so Mimi Chim, who was the Mercedes driver, made Mimi a Mimi com- Chim. Mimi Chim. Is there a picture of Mimi Chim? I... There probably is. You can find a okay, Mimi Chim picture. So Mimi Chim, who was driving the Mercedes, made a comment to the driver of the Porsche, Maria Miracle, about her poor parking job. Now, the Porsche was backed into a spot in the Fred Meyer parking lot. However, the left rear tire was over the line in the adjacent parking spot, which made Mimi Chim pretty angry. Now, well, Mimi that Chim- is annoying. It is, that's, it's, that's frustrating. It's annoying. Well, Mimi Chim, 26 years young, said she made a comment to Maria Miracle about the parking and said then that Miracle began yelling and cursing at her. Then she said uh, Maria Miracle pulled out some lipstick and wrote a message on Mimi Chim's driver's side window as she was sitting in the car. Now Chim threatened to call the police but she said Maria Miracle said she was rich and the police couldn't do a thing about it. That's what she said? Yeah, Maria Miracle. What's well, Maria Miracle look like? She looks like a, a bitch her? is what she looks like. Maria, is, her last name actually is Miracle? M-E-R. Well, it's, it's Miracle with an E instead of an I. Okay. So Mimi Chim Miracle. threatened to call the police, but said the Maria Miracle said that she was rich and the police wouldn't do a thing. <laughs> Miracle then walked into the store and Mimi Chim proceeded to call the police. Police arrived and spoke with Maria Miracle. She left the store after shopping inside of the Beaverton Fred Maya. Uh, she told police that she was picking up a brand new big screen TV and wanted to get a spot close to the store, which is why she wasn't concerned with her parking. Well, police <laughs> say that uh, Maria Miracle admitted to writing and lipstick on the window of Mimi Chim's Mercedes. Mimi Chim wanted Maria Miracle arrested, and that she was. Maria Miracle could not pay her way out of this one. She faces of her, uh, charges of harassment, second-degree disorderly conduct, and third-degree criminal mischief. Why can't they just arrest them both? That's... That's what I want. Well, Mimi Chim didn't really do anything wrong. Well, I guess not. She was complaining about the parking. No, she was telling her. She was like, Maria Miracle, you park like an asshole. Wow. Oh, wow. Maria that Miracle. is a- Oh, Gee, she looks like a bitch. That's a, that's a busybody. That is a busybody. They won't do anything. I'm rich. No. Oh, no. I, Good. No. Yeah, I am. I am. Well, Maria Miracle is now facing multiple charges, and I feel very sorry for whoever's married to that. <laughs> Next up, we got an update out of my favorite place in the world. We were going from Florida, uh, Florida with trees here in Oregon to... Port St. Lucie? Port St. Lucie, yeah! Florida. We have an update of a story I had about a month ago. Florida prosecutors have dropped domestic violence charges against a woman who has been accused of squirting her boyfriend with a water pistol. Remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he filed charges against her saying it was assault because she squirted him with a water pistol. Yeah. Uh, So they have dropped a domestic violence charge against her. So court records, uh, state prosecutors have decided not to pursue the case against Giovanna Borge, 19 years young, who was arrested in September following an incident in a Port St. Lucie apartment. So what happened is the Port St. Lucie police report said that Giovanna Borge 
told officers her boyfriend, quote, said something to her that she did not like. So she, quote, took a water pistol and squirted him in the face with water. Uh, Giovanna Borge told police her boyfriend then struck her with a pillow and dumped a a container of water on her head during the ensuing struggle. This sounds like a match made in heaven. However, police did determine that Giovanna Borge was the primary aggressor in the incident, and she was arrested on a domestic violence charge for squirting water on the victim to antagonize and agitate him against his his wishes. Well, so those domestic violence charges have been dropped, which... It's a water gun. Yeah. Like, I mean... So it was her... She was charged. She was charged. Okay. Because she squirted first. And he pressed charges? And he pressed charges against her. However, so she... So those charges were dropped, but she has been given an order to not go within 50 feet of her boyfriend. Well, it says boyfriend still. Ooh, I wonder if they... Oh, no. Those kind of people never break up. Yeah. They always patch things up. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll press charges against each other over and over and over, but yeah, they'll they'll always patch it up. Who would want to date that guy? Who would want to date either of them? Anyway, that's especially, probably why they're especially together. him. Maybe yeah. not necessarily her, but in this situation, yeah. If you're going to press charges against someone for squirting you with a water gun, then no, I dated someone like that once upon a time. I could who totally would press charges. Oh, for... I would, he was so douchey, I could see it in a second. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh that yeah. That would that would be that absolute one thousand percent something they do. Wow. Yeah. All right. People like that exist. Next up. Uh, we've got we've got like some little trashy inside to my sandwich of crazy today. So here starts the trashy. Okay, and it has to do with my favorite part of the Christmas season. Well, the favorite place that things happen, most notably in the bathrooms. Greg, where do you think I'm talking about? In a bathroom somewhere. Where do bathroom incidents occur? What? Where oh, do, oh, where do most- like okay. At a at a at a Walmart, is that what you're talking about? Ding ding With ding! The, okay, because I th- I thought I thought you were alluding to the uh, masturbation one that would that happened. Or no, what well, was that guy doing? Well, this yeah, is a was, different one. Yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, he was yeah. uh, stop that man! Yeah, stop that man! Stop that man! Well, this is a different man in a different bathroom. Uh, this is from a place called Groveton, which I'm not sure where that is. I believe I had read earlier it was in North Carolina. Not sure. Anyway. There we go. A Groveton man has been arrested after being discovered. Thank you to Katie in Texas. Oh, maybe it is from Texas because Katie in Texas sent this to me. Well, there's a Groveton, Texas, Groveton, Virginia. It has to be Texas. All right, Katie in Texas sent this to me. Thank you. All right. All right. So Groveton man has been arrested after being found in a Walmart bathroom with lubricant and bras while wearing ladies' panties. (laughs) From... I assume he took them from the store. He sure did. A Groveton man has been arrested after being found with stolen items in a Walmart bathroom. According to Angelina County Sheriff's uh, Sheriff uh, Greg Sanchez, this man by the name of Christopher Petty, 34 years old, was taken into custody after being found with lubricant and bras in a bathroom stall. Now, Deputy Sanchez says an on-duty deputy ran into Walmart to make a purchase. Sanchez said an employee then reported seeing Petty put women's underwear into his pants to take him into the bathroom. Uh, after they went into the women's bathroom, Petty was discovered masturbating oh. inside one of the stalls, holding the bras, wearing women's underwear. Did he have the stall open? How did they know he was? I, maybe he wasn't as subtle as... Maybe it wasn't a quiet a quiet thing. Uh, so not only did he have women's underwear with him, he was also in possession of two syringes. Oh. Yes. So wow, he's having a whole party he's going on there. A party. People like to party in Walmart bathrooms. Well, it's the holidays. Yeah. Why not? Guy's just having a good time. Time of giving. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yes, he has been arrested and uh, for theft and possession of drug paraphernalia. Not for the masturbation, though. Not for the masturbation. All right. 
No, yeah, possession. Yeah, that's just it. And I've got a twofer from okay. Walmart. I don't know. Now I don't know whether I never want to go into a Walmart bathroom ever. Or you kind of want to see what one looks like. Or I kind of want to walk in I just to see, see what, what one I looks would, like. But I don't want to see any of that. It's like a morbid, like, oh, I don't want to look. I don't want to look. Wanna, oh, well, because the, the only Walmart around here is like an 82nd, right? Yeah, there's one there. There's there's other ones around. There's other ones, yeah. yeah. Because every time I've gone into there, I regretted it. And I can't even remember the last time I went there, but it's just awful. It's so awful. Oh, no. The one on 82nd Do Avenue in even, Southeast Portland, it's terrifying. Yeah, I wouldn't even assume that they would have a bathroom in that one. I mean, I've never looked. I've been in there a handful of times. We should go on a Walmart bathroom ex- right. excursion. Sounds, sounds good. I know. I shouldn't want to go in there. Why would I want to? I don't, I don't know. have any desire. To I don't see know. Any of I kind of want to too. I just kind of want to see what it's like. But I kind of want to. It's like going into there. a haunted house or something. Like you want to see if it's real. I kind of just want to see if I can get on the news and be like, yeah, I was in there. I was going there to wash my hands. And Stop that man! Stop that, that man. man! That man was masturbating right that there. That man was masturbating He's in the women's bathroom. You stopped that man. Yeah. But then what if I went in there and somebody accused me of that? that would, I would totally that would accuse suck. you if we ever planned on going to walk. Suck. That would be so funny. Come on, let's do this. We'll all accuse you no. of going of, of masturbating in the women's bathroom, and then I'll have my cell phone recorder. I'll be like, stop that man. Stop that man. No. Nobody will stop you. They're gonna, nobody would. You could honestly accuse me of that, and they would believe you. I would be I would be arrested for that. That's not funny. That's not a, that's not a good joke. Oh, for the it's show. not funny from your perspective. Hell no! Yeah, I I am I am going nowhere near. From Walmart, I could see you doing that too. Oh, I totally would. Come on, that'd be funny. From Walmart to the Walmart of fast food restaurants, a story about McDonald's. I have a twofer. Greg, I've got, a, I've got a McDonald's twofer. But first, we jet set on over to France because apparently, are we are we jet setting? We're jet setting. <laughs> it is world of crazy. It is world of crazy. So now we are heading to France. Where so I your guess French accent. That is. Let me hear. It, let me hear it one more time. My uh, my French accent is just purely based on Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Les croissants, les croissants. All right, I, I do this entire story in your French accent. French fries are nothing to joke about. I don't know how to do. It. No, no. Yeah, I'm basing my French great. accent on a on a candlestick. No, that's a that's, man. That sounded very French. French it's... fries are nothing to joke about, even in France. Just ask the Frenchman who pulled an axe out on an unsuspecting McDonald's drive-through attendant. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> After he was. Allegedly serve cold fries. I can't do this anymore. No, 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 you're doing great. You sound very French. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> All right. Just ask the Frenchman who uh, who pulled an axe on an unsuspecting McDonald's drive-thru attendant after the drive-thru attendant served him cold McDonald's fries. He pulled Ooh. an axe on him. Greg, I thought you'd be like, oh, you're like, oh, yeah. You like look like you agree with it. No, I'm just kind of disappointed you're not saying it. Just listen accent. to my normal voice. All right. The axe attack occurred at a McDonald's uh, in Paris. Oh, I went to a McDonald's in Paris. It was quite delicious. At 2 a.m. this past weekend. Uh, so this late night diner bashed in the drive through window with the axe after receiving the cold french fries. Wow. After he bashed it in, he then threw the axe inside of the fast food restaurant, not harming anybody, but drove off. Police caught up with him shortly after that and took him into custody. Now, he has not been named, uh, but he was 26 years old. Did he ask them to heat the fries back up, or he just went ahead and... No, he just... I think he just drove... I mean, that seems almost fair trade, you know, in in that instance. I mean, you do expect your fries to be warm. That's true. Just like these people expected something else. We say this in a French accent. 
No, because it's not in France. It's Tell, in Arizona. What's your German accent? Say, uh, I would like my fries hot, please. I don't know how to do German it in a accent. German accent. No, I would like my fries hot, Demonstrate please. it to me. No, I want you to do it. I want to hear yours. I don't know how. I would. No, I don't know. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. All right. From McDonald's in Paris to McDonald's in Arizona. Police have charged an Arizona couple with assault and disorderly conduct after they called 911 and threw food at McDonald's employees because their breakfast order did not come with the hash browns that they ordered. Oh, I do like the hash browns. Well, this was a husband and wife duo. Husband and wife Michael and Nova Smith claimed they had no choice but to call 911 <laughs> after managers were not helping them when they ordered their number two and number four orders from McDonald's and they were served without their hash browns on the side. Well, they had no choice in the matter if they weren't going to help them. Nova Smith told a local news station, It's a meal. Just like when you should get fries with your hamburger, we should have gotten our hash browns with our breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> no, Nova told the reporters that managers refused to give her a mind after she confronted them, prompting her to toss the food at them. Nova did say, it was out of frustration. I probably shouldn't have thrown the food at the McDonald's employees, but I did. <laughs> I know fighting over $2 of hash browns is ridiculous, but it is ridiculous to have to have a fight to fight that hard just to get customer service. Well, it's the principle of the matter. You know, I mean, that's her God-given American right. To have her hash browns with her meal. Well, while Nova Smith was busy throwing food at the McDonald's employees, Michael Smith dialed 911 as he went behind the, at the counter to argue with the manager. Michael said, I was just barely able to hold myself back. I was so angry to not get my hash browns. Ooh, I'm if so it, riled up. If it not for the 911 call operator calling me, da- calling me back and calming me down, I probably went and went berserk. Now, a McDonald's employee was hit in the arm with a bag of food that the Smiths were throwing, which is why the Smiths are both being charged with assault. Would you like to hear some of the actual news report? Yes. Okay, this is uh, only on ABC 15. It started over hash browns. It's a meal. You should get a meal, just like you would get your fries with your hamburger. We should have got our hash browns with our breakfast. breakfast oh, this is the actual Michael woman. Michael and Nova Smith ordered their usual breakfast meal. Wait, I want to rewind that here real quick. It all started over hash browns. So this, uh, this is apparently the actual woman. You should get a meal just like you would get your fries with your hamburger. We should have got our hash browns with our breakfast breakfast sandwiches. Michael and Nova Smith ordered their usual breakfast meals at this brand new McDonald's in Mesa. And the customer's always right, supposedly, according to fast food franchises. But when their order came back without the hash browns, Uh-oh. the couple went inside and things got out of control. They said you attacked them. Yeah. Because I threw my bag. I did. But I did not hit anybody. Because if I was going to hit somebody, it would have been the person in front of me. Michael Smith says when managers wouldn't hand back the food or give them a refund, he called 911, then walked behind the counter to confront the manager. I just was barely able to hold myself back. And if not for the 911 call operator calling me back, I probably would have went berserk on him. Officers arrived so and cited the couple with It's everyone else's disor- fault that you wouldn't be no. able to control your anger and go berserk on them. Because you didn't get your hash browns. I'm sure that they asked very politely, too. I'm. Does this guy have a ponytail? Orderly conduct. This is my citation. Managers say the store has only been opened a month, and their new employees might have made a mistake, but didn't deserve the reaction they got. In Mesa, Lauren Vargas, ABC 15 News. <laughs> I love this, this much Cracker Jack reporting. Yeah. It all started over hash browns. <laughs> got in other news now, I kind of want hash browns, goddammit. Well, and finally, 
Yeah, as Keely notes in the chat, uh, <laughs> how proud she was, yeah, from being talked down from hitting that person. Yeah. Oh, I would have hit the person right in front of me. If not for the 911 call, I would have gone berserk. Hmm. It's people like Michael and Nova de- Smith that are the patchwork of they America. They deserve to get beaten, but I should be a hero for not beating them. Because I didn't get my $2 hash brown. Their daily meal of $2 hash browns. By the browns. way, I took a look at Michael Smith. I don't think he's going to be beaten down too much. Yeah. He's, 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 I don't know. He grew a ponytail. I you think it's a know. ponytail. I can't tell. He's got the hair slicked back. <gasps> there are sometimes people that look like... Have you ever seen someone that There's you can tell... There's nothing wrong with a ponytail. I'm just saying it My dad rocks guy. a killer ponytail. I yeah. love my dad's ponytail. He's a pone dog. I'm wearing one right now. A pone dog? It's a pone dog. Is that, is that what that's... <laughs> that's what they're called. That's okay. what the kids are calling it these days. And finally... We were talking about a Walmart bathroom earlier. Now, we travel to Atlanta. Well, we're hopping on the crazy crazy train, the crazy plane. Don't do that. Yeah. Heading to Atlanta, Georgia. We're traveling from a Walmart bathroom to a Home Depot bathroom. Just kidding. Home Depot. Is that your French accent? Oh. An Atlanta, Georgia woman. Wait, will you do it in a southern accent? You should have to do the accent for wherever the story is taking place. An Atlanta, Georgia woman named Eliana De La Cruz says that she is currently recovering from skin tears, which is a horrible phrase. After the toilet seat that she sat down on in the Home Depot in Atlanta, Georgia, had crazy glue on it, and she did not realize it. Oh. And the toilet seat was glued to her bum. Yes, yeah, so Ileana De La Cruz says she has been recovering from several skin tears after a rescue crew spent several minutes trying to free her from a restroom at a Home Depot where unknown pranksters spread glue all over the toilet seat. Ladies, cannot tell you enough. A, put down the paper, or B, hover. Hover, hover, hover. Hover's your sister, or your, your best friend. Like, do your hover. Or put the paper thing down. Don't ever sit on a... Sucks. Public toilet seat. Do you? Ma- I wonder how long she was in there, like screaming for help. Well, like- Eliana De La Cour uh, said she was stuck for about an hour oh, in the Home Depot bathroom before anyone even realized that she was stuck in there. Now she was left not only embarrassed but also in pain. So instead of sending her to the hospital, the emergency crew who showed up decided to. Not remove the toilet seat, but try and remove her butt from the toilet seat by using WD-40. That did not work. <laughs> oh, so she eventually had suck. to go to like, the emergency like room. you're in the store and you just, you have to go. Like, something's wrong, you just have to go and you don't... Because nobody really wants to go to a bathroom. No. In a Home Depot. Like, that's it. You, you have to go when you go in there. And you <laughs> have to have an entire emergency crew show up. While you're asking, well, I don't know what to do. What do you think, Steve? Well, let's go get some WD-40. We'll spray it on there. See what we can do. Is now, man, w- I want you to scoot around. Just scoot. See if you can scoot a little bit. Is so WD-40 front sticking things? I thought it was for like squeaky it's stuff. It's a lubricant. I mean, I wonder if they had to get like the straw, the straw attachment to the WD-40, and like lift up what they could and like squeeze it under there. And just, oh God! And then they have to tell her to wiggle. They should have just broken off the toilet seat and sent her to the hospital, and then they could have yeah, been you, able to do that. Well, and you are in but a Home Depot. But instead, they were experimenting on her with WD-40 in this bathroom. Being in a Home Depot, I would think there's some kind of a potentially non-toxic solvent they could have used to maybe better, uh, better, better remove the toilet seat from her. Yes. So I think the lesson that Ileana De La Cour is, treat- is teaching us all is to never sit. 
Never fully sit. Don't go. Don't go full toilet seat. Don't. Don't sit on a. You toilet just seat. hover. You gotta hover. You hover. You put down a paper thing and then you hover. Or you can put down the pa- the paper thing if you need to. Whatever. You don't go. Don't go ass to bare ass to seat. Just don't do that. That's, That's the rule. That's the rule. And I'm done talking about toilets. That is your world of crazy. Because you never know if a little shithead is going to be putting super glue on it. Wow, yeah. Have you ever done anything like that? Uh, I did for April Fool's Day for my sister once, I, except for I put saran wrap over the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. And so when she peed, it went everywhere. <laughs> so I put it like underneath the lid or like underneath, you know, the seat. Yeah. And then saran wrapped the toilet. So when she peed on it, it just went oh. I got in so How old were you? much trouble. I was like... Like a teenager, like 13 or something. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, too. How did you know she would be the one to use it, though, and not your parents? Because I because I knew that she... Because th- this was when I think we were sharing a room, and I knew that she would like get up to use the bathroom. And then I... No, we had our own bathroom. My parents had their bathroom, so they weren't going to be going into our bathroom. So this was in the middle of the night that it happened? Yeah. Did you just stay up all night, like, sitting there yeah. waiting? Well, because I... Because like, she got a... Yeah, because I was still awake when she got up, and I was just like... Mm. And then I realized I was like, elation, and then the... Oh, shit. Shit, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. Well, yeah, because you can't as soon as blame I it on anyone screaming. else. There's no one else that would. No, there's no one else. There's no one else. We used to put like toothpaste on toilet seats too, and stuff like that kind of stuff. Wow, but not super glue. But yeah, that, that was the, my proudest one—the saran wrap on the. Because you really, you know, with in a dark bathroom, you really can't tell. Well, no, and especially <laughs> if you're half asleep, you're not gonna be looking for saran wrap on. No. Wow. Kind of an ass. <laughs> so that's an idea for all you guys That's kind of like there. a Kenny Shitapple type of thing to do. It was pretty funny. I got in so much trouble, though. Oh, Yeah, I don't so think I ever much. pulled any bathroom pranks on anyone. Well, I mean, I... Well, see, but now when you're... Like, sometime when you're with all your buddies, your drunk mind is going to remember my story, and you're going to try and find saran wrap and do that. No, no, huh? I, well, it would depend where I was, I guess. Because then somebody's got to clean it up. That's the... Oh, yeah, Cammy's suggesting you put Vaseline on the inner doorknob and then they can't get out of the bathroom. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, somebody put, um, it's being noted, Ben Gay as an idea. Somebody, um, one of my friends had their underwear in high school while they were, they were out at track. They, they, somebody put Ben Gay all over in their underwear. Oh, wasn't that the Bernie stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And had that uh, lathered on them and then they got shoved into a locker and locked in it. That uh, that was not a good day for him. Oh he my! Was, he was hopping mad. I'll say that. Okay, old man. I'm I'm. I did not do it. It was not me. The worst thing I ever did with, with prank wise in high school was probably I would take milks from the cafeteria and and not open them, and I would leave them in my locker for like a month and a half when it was all hot outside. Where it started swelling up, but it wasn't quite open, so you couldn't smell it. I don't think I can still get in trouble with this. And then I would take it, and I would open it, and I would lift up, like, one of the ceiling tile things. Oh, God. And I'd throw it up in there. So it would smell really yeah, bad. But you no did, yeah, would, but no that's one would the ever only thing that you did. Oh, my God. That's yeah. disgusting. That wasn't the nice thing to do, I guess. Somebody was probably a really mad janitor. Yeah, you just totally screwed a poor janitor that's just trying to do his job. Oh. 
Little Greg Nibbler, not a the nice part, guy. The best part where there was that is a shit. See, exactly. Everyone else yeah. is like mine was a prank on my sister. Yours is a shit apple move. That was a shit apple move. That was a shit apple move. Well, and you said it like you used people, to, like you did it multiple times. Like that, you did, that didn't just sound like a one-time thing. You said you used to. No, that was a one-time thing. That I was would, not. Don't even try to backpedal now. No, that don't was even. That was a one-time thing. I did find out the locker room. The locker people are asking, "What is wrong with you, Greg?" Okay, it was a, it was a dickhead move. I was pissed off at the class. I didn't do that. Yeah. I forgot about that right now. No, what I would do though to friends because I would, I knew how to pick locks. I would figure out how to do that a little bit, so I knew the combo to a couple of friends' locker rooms, and then I locked. Because you can hear the click. Yeah, and then I would mm-hmm. open up the milk and put it in the back of their locker and leave it in there. That's harmless. I didn't spill it all over anything. I just put it in the back, and then they'd open up their locker and be like, "Oh God, where is that?" And then they'd have to find it. are asking if you also slashed the janitor's tires as no! well. No! Nothing wow. like that. I didn't feel bad about that one. Yeah, you should. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-559-120. I shouldn't have admitted that. Made me look a lot better, so thanks for that. Yeah, I know. Why did I do that? That was one time. Yeah. I'm a far cry from Kenny. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, coming up today on the Fun Employment Radio Network at uh, about 8 p.m. Yes. We'll be Geek in the City Radio, right here live. And uh, no, Noah, play anything today because Lisa Lisa's trying to figure out her schedule right now, so yeah. it'll be probably just a little bit before play anything comes back onto the network. She wants you. We just got to figure out the right time. Yeah. And so place. it's not an if, it's a when. We're just yeah. going to figure out the time. Yeah. But Absolutely. tonight, Geek in the City. Geek in the City, live at 8 p.m. right here Ooh. on the network. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate it greatly. We love you all. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. Eins, zwei, drei, rock. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.